Your coastal news top stories this week. Police to investigate restaurant owner's disappearance. Drug abuser arrested after turning violent. Long lost son set to return to the bay. Wedding of the year called off. And a shocking body discovery in the water. Hello, this is Coastal News, an unofficial home and away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. Now, Dean, they're frantically looking for Mac at the beginning of the week this week. We saw Mac um, disappear on the Friday's episode last week, the week before, should I say, um, after that um, interesting attendance to the Parata family party Sienna, you know, influencer display. Um, and, you know, she discovered that video, didn't she, and was just mortified with herself. And I think I mentioned on last week's podcast, that was that moment where I think Mac realised, actually, she had been you know, in in a really bad place and her behaviour perhaps was less than acceptable and I think she's out of shame and um, embarrassment almost, she's sort of fled the bay um, and um, it looks like she's not taken a phone with her. Dean's woken up the next morning, discovered all this phone on its own, no Mac, he's, he's frantically, you know, run round the bay looking for her, asking everybody he finds, nobody's seen her yet and of course, you know, everyone's a bit like, oh, you know, she'll turn up. She'll, she's been on a bender, you know. You know, everyone, you know, you know what Mac's been like lately. You know, she'll rock up, you know. Um, and even I was saying that quite jovially um, at the end of last week's podcast. You know, she's probably nipped down to Yabby Creek, you know. <laughs> she'll come back with a bottle of liquor or something. But, you know, she's still not back. And as this week went on, I thought, oh, you know, she'll be back by Tuesday, Wednesday. She's still not here, having completed the full week's episode. So, as you can imagine, Dean has gotten a little bit worried. He's got a really bad feeling about where Mac has got to. I love that, he, you know, poor Jasmine, you know, helped him. <laughs> she was sort of that first 24 hours she was missing, running around with him, you know, around the bay. And I think that they both sort of came to quite early on that, yeah, let's go down to the police station and file a missing persons report. So it's always sort of gone a bit gone a bit serious now that Mac that Mac's not there. Um and uh, and obviously with um, as that unfolds then, you know, obviously Dean's worried and the the restaurant's gone to pot and staff haven't been paid and they're all leaving. And what I liked about this bit was a couple of characters showed their true colours here. Um First of all, the old rider is in there somewhere. I've spoken before about riders changing personality lately um, since his coupling up with Chloe. Um, and, you know, I, I, Dean was asking him to sort of come back to the restaurant and help. And he sort of said, you know, I've got this thing going on now with the taco van. It's doing really well. I'm not really wanting to do that. But I tell you what, I'll take one look at the rotor for you and um, see if I can work out what's going on, try and make this place run a bit better. And I just thought, oh, you know, he's in there still, the good boy rider, giving a helping hand. So I really I really liked that that bit, actually, because it made me think there is still hope for, for rider. Because, um, you know, I've been a bit concerned about him lately yeah, and the way, the way he's going with, with Chloe. So, yeah, he showed his true colours in a good way. Um, and second person was Chloe, showed her true colours in a bad way. I'm really starting to 
see her as a bit of a brat, if I'm being honest. Um, I know it was, you know, a lot of people have been saying that, but you know, it's really coming true now that her attitude about Matt going missing. Yeah, she doesn't like the woman, but you wouldn't wish some bad bad things to happen to anybody, would you? Or you wouldn't wish harm on anybody. Um, not not through their sort of business rivalry. Had a bit of a spat because she fired you type um beef you know um and um you know what mia gave her a right what for didn't she when they were having that meal or whatever it was on the on the balcony at salt and she said you of all people know what effect losing a baby has on somebody so why don't you just pipe down love and i just thought go on mia you know that's the first time i've, I've sort of mia's done something or said something since she's been around when I've thought oh my god I like you um so so yeah I, th I thought she, Chloe needed to wear that whether it'll just go in one ear and out the other not quite sure but I think Chloe definitely needed to needed to wear that that telling off from me there and uh, I'm good on her for giving it you know hopefully Mac turns up um you know nice safe and sound um, just wanting to start afresh and put things behind her. Maybe she needs a bit of time out from the bay and all the people and the fishbowl and everyone staring at you like small towns are. So hopefully she comes back with a, a new outlook on uh, on things and uh, a new perspective. <laughs> Now, Lee and Justin had this awkward thing, didn't they? When, um, you know, the morning after that night, when she was, like, lock, locking herself in the bathroom because he was coming for her for those pills, which I obviously told you guys last week, I felt like that was really uncomfortable viewing, to be honest. Um, and um, brilliantly performed by all involved. Um, I think I think this is being really well written and really well performed, actually, this, this um, painkiller addiction storyline. Um, but there was this sort of tiptoeing around each other the next morning, Justin, you know, and Leah... Um, and she's sort of taken into the gym and he's like, oh, I'll go in the gym, you go off and do whatever you need to do with Steve, was it Steve and, and John or whatever, um, talking about Susie and, and that whole thing going on. So, um, and I just thought, oh God, you know, everyone's a bit nervous about letting him go in the gym. Could, you know, could he be stashing drugs in the gym? <laughs> um, you know, surely he can't get into too much trouble there. And I think Justin even said that actually, oh, I can't get into too much trouble inside the gym. Um, you know, but it turns out he can because obviously, you know, he's, he's ordered these things online again. And I was just face palming, I was like, oh, Justin. Not again. What, what, how how are you, do you think this is going to end? Do you think you're going to be able to get away with this again? You know, it was only a few days before when Alf and Leah were just crowbarring your locker open. You know, they're going to know. They're going to know your places to look, you know. But so he's not thinking straight, is he? He's just, he's got these withdrawals going on. You know, they're having to manage his his medication quite strictly, so... You know, he's he's not in the right frame of mind, and of course, you know, he's he sort of put the the, the um, Ziggy's radar up a bit when he has that meeting with her about, you know, don't there's a delivery coming today, but don't you know, don't don't open it. I'll I'll sort it. And it's like the first thing you're going to be thinking when an addict tells you not to open the post is there's something in the post that there shouldn't be. <laughs> um, so I think if I was sick at that point, I'd be thinking, I'm definitely opening that box. Um, as uh, She shouldn't really do that, actually. Ziggy's got a bit more about her than that, really. But 
she she did there was loads of deliveries wasn't there so she she opened them all and discovered him that, that see where he drives up to the garage and the Leah and Ziggy are there um and yeah, it was just like oh no oh god I was looking through the you know gaps in my fingers like oh he's just gonna go ballistic he just feels everybody is against him you know um and you can you you can sort of empathize with that well I can anyway you know I'm thinking he, he, anything he tries to do, he's got all these people controlling everything he does, where he goes, they're watching him like a hawk. He's going to get frustrated at everybody. And I think they understand it. Leah certainly does. You know, she, she knows she's got to get through this this tough time to get him better. Um, you know, and I just thought, oh, you know, and I think Ziggy's there with him as well. You know, she knows that he, he's going to. She's gonna be the punching bag at work, right? He's got he's got nowhere now. He's got Leah Lear at home watching him like a hawk. Ziggy at work watching him like a hawk. He's going to feel attacked, right? Even if it's an unjustified uh, response or feeling, um, you know. And so, absolutely expect that kind of reaction from him. To be honest, um, he did admit. Um, sort of later on, you know, he's he's been a bit harsh and all the rest of it, and and he's having a bit of a to do with Leah and Steve-O, dodgy Steve-O, stepped in, didn't he? And that sort of changed the pace a little bit then. Are we starting to see him try and come between Leah and Justin, do you think? I'm hoping not, because that just feels a bit random for a start, but also just a bit wrong. I don't want Leah and Justin to split up, you know, and I certainly don't want Leah to be going off with... Stephen, he's just he's he's just there's just something about him. He's just weird, um, but that did feel a bit odd. And you just knew, not quite know what was coming next, but you just knew that was going to cause a bit of jealousy, for you know with Justin and everything. And lo and behold, he sort of clocks them embracing Leah and Stephen, which again is weird. I just I found it weird the other week when she ran to him to pour her heart out to him about Justin um, you know and she barely knows the bloke and now she's like you know offering he's offering her hugs in public and, and of course Justin sees typical soap opera fashion Justin sees this embrace <laughs> and, um, and puts two and two together makes five um, and then goes and lets himself down a bit really he gives him one right hook um, and sort of really, really makes a mess of Stephen there, gives him a right beating and completely out of character. And that, I was like, what What on earth is going on here? You know, everything's just going a bit crazy in the bay this week. Um, tore his face though, you know, at the hospital when she's got Stephen at the hospital afterwards. And, and he says, Justin did this to me. Her face was just like, I just don't believe it can't believe this was you know and I just I'm really feeling for Tori at the moment she's got she's got all this all this crap going on from all angles um and uh yeah from Christian's angle and and from Justin so but her face was just she was just so shocked um and then obviously he then gets arrested for this assault rightly so and how and hello we get introduced to senior constable Newman, the new police hot cop in town. Um, let's see more of him. I'm sure we will as things go on. We always do much, much demand for police here in the Bay. 
Um, so that nice introduction to his his character really. I'm sure we'll see more um, as the days go on. Um, but yeah, he you know arrested Justin. He, Justin just rolled over in the interview with him. Really nice way to introduce the new policeman. Um, and of course, there was this just such a good scene when Tory comes to the police station, and uh, Constable Newman was like, I know. A withdrawal. I know I'll come down when I see one, and she has to explain what's been going on with Justin. And then she goes to speak to him while he's in the cell, and she says, "You know, after everything violence has done to our family, Mason, Mum and Dad, how could you do this?" And I just thought, "Oh my God, she's right. She's right, Justin. Like, of all things, you know, you've you've resorted to violence. He's not thinking right, is he? You know, he's." He's um, he's not himself. He's he's being taken over by this this illness, this problem he's got, um, and so I don't I don't hate Justin. I don't think oh you know what you're doing, you know going around lamping people on the face or whatever. But but Tory's right, you know, you this you've gone too far, mate. So um, that that moment where she sort of uh, the, Constable Newman sort of says, "Do you want me to go slow with the paperwork?" I was like, yes, girl. Yes, she does. She wants you to go real slow, teach him a lesson. It was hard to watch. Great, great few scenes there at the police station. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing sort of how Justin reacts to that when he gets out, uh, whether he's bailed or whatever, because I think he was formally charged, wasn't he? What's he going to be like when he goes back home and has to confront Tory? And, and I'm sure he's going to be saying, why did you not get me out of there? You know, there's going to be some confrontation again there, um, you know. But, you know, it's like anything like this. They've got to hit rock bottom to be able to, uh, you know, to to start recovering, I guess. So, so yeah, I think, I think we're, we're getting to Justin's rock bottom here, definitely. And Martha's home. Uh, Martha's back looking a lot better than when we last saw her, as you as you know. Um, and that was providing much, much light relief from all the Justin, uh, you know, addiction stuff going on. Um, the stalwarts of the bay, again, providing us with some light relief to balance these episodes out. So I, I just love these scenes, as you know. Uh, you know, she's in the diner and she's and Marilyn's giving her all the gossip about La Cucaracha and the bait shop and all the changes that are going on in the bay. Just a great, warm, summer bay welcome back home from Arthur. Um, re- really, really lovely scenes. Um, and of course, behind behind and out, out of earshot of Martha, Rue's getting these phone calls from Kieran's lawyer. So there's always some drama around the corner, isn't there? Um, and um, that even though that was happening, there were those scenes where um, Rue's trying to, you know, speak to the lawyer and get the gossip, and Marilyn's sort of in the background of the shot trying to go, "Oh, they're coming, they're coming!" As Alpha and Martha sort of come over um, again quite comical um and even though obviously Al's reaction wasn't great when he actually finds out what what's going on a couple of couple of scenes later but um it still sort of gives a comic tone to to the show which which we like uh, and, and and Marilyn's great for that right 
um, Ali's rue increasingly these days. Um, so yeah, so so Alf's compl- being Alf, you know, a completely expected response from Alf. Not on my flaming watch. Is he coming staying with us? Um, but Rue is right, you know, Kieran is a family, like it or not. And I thought it was a bit unfair actually just to dismiss um Kieran straight straight off, to be honest with you. He's got to listen it's his wife's son, you know. And despite everything he's done and the mistakes he's made, he might come back and he might he might be different, you know. Um again, we're talking about addiction again here, aren't we? He's an alcoholic. Um, and we've got to, you know, we've got to look at this as an illness, right? He's not doing this by choice, as as is Justin, you know? So, um, so yeah, so this will be interesting how this unfolds. I really like, though, that Martha, um, there wasn't all this secrets from Martha. I mean, she said, she said something to him, didn't she? Like, um, I want you to live life with me, not for me. You know, what's all this, you know, I, I'm able to make decisions myself, you know? Um and so I, I feel like we're going to see Kieran again, and I, I'm 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 here for that. He, he was he was great, and I think um he will keep the Stuarts on their toes. I think um so I think we're going to be seeing him soon. They've obviously gone off to Marimbula to get a bit of space. Alf's gone with it, so everything is calm still. We're not going back to those that same regurgitated fighting over Kieran, Alpha and Martha not really talking, because I don't even feel like they've been much of a married couple since they got married. I don't know about you. Um, but you can bet your bottom dollar, while they're away in Marimbula, Kieran's going to rock up. You just know it. It's going to be causing loads of crap for, for Rue. So let's see what happens, eh? Don't forget, you can uh, get new episodes of Coastal News on all your podcast apps um, every weekend. Please follow and subscribe and share with uh, all like-minded folk or anyone you know who enjoys watching Home and Away to find my latest reviews of the, of, um, of the latest episodes on Channel 5 in the UK. Really appreciate your support. And uh, if you want to get involved, please do reach out to me. Um, I'd love to be able to record one of these with one of you guys at some point. That would be great. Uh, Sienna's back again. Uh, another week, another unannounced visit from Sienna and the the fashion crew. Um, this time it's all about taking pictures for Instagram and all the rest of it. Um Causing more issues between Bella and Neek, as always. This week, I think Sienna stepped up the bitch mode, though. Um, starting to manipulate manipulate Nick. Um, you know, coming between Bella and him, you know. Ooh, you know, she's definitely got Allegra involved in all this. You know, that them talk, you know, relationships are no good. People outside of the business don't understand the business. It's like, oh, give it a rest. And I thought, I thought... Neek's falling for this hook, line and sinker. I thought that was toast. That was it for Bella and Neek, right? Um, he went to see her. We need to talk. I was thinking, don't do it, Neek. You're being played like a fiddle. Honest to God, it's just driving me insane. This storyline, I can't stand Sienna. And this week, she has been the worst she's been so far. So I'm absolutely furious, actually, at the way this is this is um, unfolding. Um, I thought it was going to be a bit more of an interesting 
uh, eating disorder storyline with Neek. And I don't, maybe that's still coming, but um, we're not really seeing much of it since there were signs of that happening. Um, so I don't know where, where that's gone and what happened to it, but please, home and away, bring that back. Bring that storyline back because this whole Sienna coming between Bella and Neek thing is so tedious. Um, you know, I, I, I did like though that Neek sort of came back with his own sort of comeback, you know, that he would only do this this very convenient Japan job that Sienna uh, just pulled out of the nowhere again to put a big con you know to put an ocean between Bella and Nick this time um you know he was like I'm only gonna I'm only gonna do it if you can you know use those pictures of me in the exhibition because uh, of course she blocked that for for Bella just to make, just to mess up that exhibition that she's got going on um so I thought that was actually a great sort of um way to to blackmail almost Sienna but I mean she's she's not gonna she's not gonna just roll over for that right she she knows what she's doing i think she even says that to Nick at one point um well it's just got disaster written all over it this whole agreement that um, nick's pictures can be used and all this he's, he's being exploited um you know and and i don't think he can see it anymore. where are i was thinking this where are are and tiny throughout all this there was signs of Tane thinking, oh, God, he's working out, you know, the eating disorder bit, you know, he's trying to get buff quick and I'm going to keep an eye on him. And I thought, oh, he's, he's clocked that, he'll keep an eye on him. But they're all just off with their own dramas. Like, no one's paying any real attention at the house to what is going on with Neek and all this, you know, this model stuff. He's being taken for a right ride someone needs to get a handle on it because he's he's being led led astray and it's not going to end well at all i've said this before um but i just want it over honestly just want it over right so rachel and christian issues is continuing isn't it and and Rachel I'm just thinking now she's a bit of a creep actually before I thought she was it was Christian and I've said this I'd, every every time I've sort of reviewed this bit I've always said it's been like Christian having his midlife crisis or whatever but actually Rachel is pursuing him now and I think there were moments this week where Christian realized that she was sort of seeking him out deliberately and pursuing him um but why on earth is Christian then why is he telling her about all his relationship and personal issues and things that are going on in his life? He, I, I know he feels this connection to her and, he, you know, fate and they were there on the day and all the rest of it. But I, I just don't get it. And I, I compl I've tried to see it from his side, but he'll sort of have this expression on his face where it, she's a bit stranger, you know. And then someone will warn him, you know, and then he'll still on port you know tell some patient stranger that he's he's his personal issues and he's having problems with his marriage you know his, his fiance and all the rest of it that day pass that he organized um was very interesting um jasmine knows this is all wrong right he's you know rachel's barking up the wrong tree jasmine's all over it and she's saying this is weird 
she she tries speaking to Christian at one point, doesn't she? And she's like, and he just shoots it down. And it's like, should she have phoned Tori though? She's straight on the phone, Jasmine, wasn't she, to Tori saying, I need to speak to you. There's something going on at the hospital here. Um, not quite sure that was <laughs> quite the right thing to do, but, you know, good on Jasmine for looking out for Tori, actually. They've come a long way in their relationship, them two, and the last thing they need is Tori thinking Jasmine's hiding things from her. Um, but really, is that classed as meddling? It probably is in my book, to be honest. Um, you know, I'd maybe mention it in passing to Tori, perhaps, but definite sort of going out of a way to follow, follow him, make a phone call about him. Justin, I'm oh, sorry, Christian, I'm surprised, hasn't just sort of told Jasmine just to rack off, you know. Um, so just all a bit odd. Um, but yeah, she's she's this day pass thing. He takes her to the beach and then she holds his hand. What on earth is that all about? You know, who is this girl? Seriously, who is it? I, I thought Tori... I, did Tori see them holding hands or just saw them walking? I thought... Tori's only up, up, up at the top there. She's going to go ballistic. Um, you know, and, and she did. She's like, what on earth are you doing out with this 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 girl? You know, you don't do this with all your other patients. And you don't have to do this with any patients at all. Christian's just not listening, is he? You know, Justin was right, though, at the gym. Because obviously Christian agreed to meet her and then was late because she... Rachel was in pain and all the rest of it and delayed and uh, she's asking Justin what he thinks and he's like why are you putting up with that jerk I thought my thoughts exactly Justin my thoughts exactly um but yeah actually quite a good moment then obviously this whole discussion that they had led to her just saying let's just put our problems aside for good love the wedding's off and she hands the ring back over to him good on you Tori completely agree get rid of him I said last week I'm over it. Definitely I'm over it now because this has been weeks and weeks of having to put up with this. You you didn't turn up to your wedding day. I'm surprised she's even giving this long to even try and explain himself because I know for sure I wouldn't have done. Now, breaking news, just at the as we come to the end of our episode, um, a body has been discovered by fishermen out in the water. Um, Leah's been, sort of, her attention's been drawn out to the water. They were, they were asking her to, was it ring triple or whatever? They found a body in the water. So, the drama's about to kick off. Who is it in the water? What's going to happen? Um, if you've seen any spoilers online, guys, because obviously Australia are ahead of us by a few weeks, you'll know who it is. But at the moment, um, it's looking like it's being laid out to be Mackenzie. She's missing still. Um, Ryder's seen, hasn't he? He's heard the news. There's, 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 there's something going out in the water. They're saying they've found the body of a woman and he's gone straight to Dean he says, Dean, they found a woman in the sea and his sister's missing. He's going he's gonna to think the worst. Is it Mackenzie or is it somebody else? I'm sure we're going to find out this week. It's going to be a chocker week, I think, uh, not to be missed. But yeah, um, there's been a body found and um, I think this is going to have a lot of ripples in the bay this coming next couple of weeks. That's 
everything this week for Coastal News and unofficial Home and Away podcast. Absolute chock-a-block episode. Thanks for listening. Be back next weekend with another as we go again reviewing the week's episodes of Home and Away on Channel 5. Uh, in between episodes, we'll be tweeting along as well, sharing opinion and news on the handle at Coastal News Pod or the hash. See you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.